This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Three days and counting until the final and second date of our world tour of the 80s versus 90s show. And we head to Ibiza, and it's going to be fantastic as uh, Bush and I do a pool party uh, this Saturday lunchtime. Do they have lunch in Ibiza? I'm not sure whether lunchtime is really a term. They did. Well, we spoke to Skin yesterday, and she eats at midnight. Yeah. She has her dinner at midnight. Is What's it, all that about? It's, it's just weird. Why are we so. wandering around trying to get um, ham, egg and chips at <laughs> one in the afternoon? <laughs> Everything's going to be closed. We're asking for cereal at breakfast. Anyway. Uh, but a pool party, great idea. I was wandering around the supermarket this morning and just you know, started to think about... The weekend and Saturday and all that kind of thing. And thinking, pool party, great concepts. You're in a pool, you're swimming, you're doing all that, your flumes and all that kind of stuff. But there's a party going on at the same time with a DJ. And I was looking around the supermarket thinking, why do you not have like a shopping party? That's a good point. I'd go around the aisles with me trolley, but a DJ's in the corner by the self-checkout, spinning some tunes. What do you reckon? I, th- I think that'd be fantastic. And it would take your mind off the how boring going shopping is, doing the big <laughs> exactly. shop. Exactly. You might end up buying more fun bits and bobs. Might even be beneficial for the shop. Yeah. So what I thought was, have a look around where you are right now as you, you know, wind up your work for the day or head home or on the way back from the school run. Have a look where you are add party onto the end of that location yeah and see if it turns into a feasible new type of party it might even be a thing because obviously phone party is a thing phone yeah. party yeah, you might yeah. have been working with a bit of phone very good point maybe you've done polystyrene not as easy to move around in no but and gets all over the back of your, your cardigan doesn't it a polystyrene party but imagine it is that. alliterative which is easier to sell oh, imagine that the the, the can't make a fist toe curlingness of, of loads of people moving around in a polystyrene party. <laughs> oh, oh, and the noise. Oh, the, the noise it would make so oh, bad. Everybody, stop now, the noise. Oh. Okay, so a location or a thing that you're right by right now, but add party on the end of it, does it work? Uh, I suggested a supermarket party. Craig in Kent has said you should look up this fella called Disco Boy. Oh, he I. used to go into supermarkets and try to DJ in them, so it's been tried already. I've always wanted to have a go on the tannoy. <laughs> In there. Anyone else tempted when you see him? Because a lot of the times in some of the supermarkets, the, the, the microphone's just there near where the tills are. It is unattended. Unguarded. Yeah. Uh, weirdly enough, I walked on the way, I'm, I'm very obsessed with these things, but on the way down to the train station this morning, um, there's one of those little fellas with a stool looking in one of them telephone exchanges. Oh, yeah. You know, with the wires at a terrible mess? Yeah. Telephone exchange cabinet party. That would work. A small party. A little hell of a party. Yeah. <laughs> Room for just you and a friend sat next to each other on fishing stools. Uh, another one here, Paul and Putney, Bush and Ricky. Uh, thanks for getting involved there. Great start to the show. How about a beach party, as I'm currently in Mallorca on the beach? That's just a brag. We see what you're yeah. doing. Uh, Matt wants to put forward a warehouse party. I think they used to happen. Plymouth in the 90s, mate. Uh, Sean's texted with an M1 party. Doesn't sound much fun. There ain't no party like an M1 party. <laughs> Uh, Alan says, ah. Fife Coastal Path Party. Just seen the red arrows fly by, so that's a good start. Oh, well, that's all right. He's got pyrotechnics and a flyby and everything. Uh, James is hanging on. What have you got going on around you that could be a party? I've got a parish council office party. Wow. Oh, bang in. Absolutely going off at the parish council, <laughs> that's for sure. It all is. <laughs> what kind of stuff, what kind of party stuff you got going on right there now, James? Oh, there's budgets, there's finance, paperwork, you name it. Brilliant. Uh, is there a big summer event that uh, actually could spin out into a party that you're currently planning right now? We had one earlier in the year for the coronation, so uh, there's no reason we couldn't bring it back. And what kind of stuff have you got in the building that you could use for a party? Any orange squash or biscuits or anything a bit stronger? 
biscuits, orange squash. We've got some mulled wines left over from Christmas. Oh, oh. I'm not sure I'm touching that, James. <laughs> Get your tickets now. I love this from Sue. I love this. Sheltered housing party. She says, we may be older than you, but we still know how to party. Oh, I bet they do know how to party. Uh, Jen would like to put forward saying that the last few months she spent uh, driving a John Deere ride-on for her oh, job. Uh, she thinks a grass-cutting party would be good with all the sweeps and curves and going around in circles. It's a bit like dancing diggers. If you are a member of the John Deere organisation, I just think use Black Box's Ride on Time song yes. for the advertising campaign for the latest it's Tractor 2024. It's a little idea show. for you there. Jane says payroll party. Uh, someone says partially cited due to incompetent neurologist party. Like I say, not all of them are going to be no. the kind of party we want to go to. We've got Adam on the line right now. What Ad, uh, Adam, what party are you near right now? Well, I work in a, a sausage factory and... Uh, wondered if you'd like to, to join us. Okay, you're inviting us to your sausage uh, party. Uh, what? Um, do you really work in a sausage factory? Let's just have some stats on this. I do, I do, yes. Come on then, w- w- details. Well, well, I work in a, a, a very popular sausage factory in Coventry, and uh, yeah, like I said, I'd just like to invite you both to it. A very popular one, all right. Oh, uh, right. R- Richmond, they're Irish uh, sausages, I believe, so they, they, they can't are. be in Coventry. No, no, they're not. not wolves? You know, this, is it a Wolves one? It, 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 we do have Wolves, yeah, but no, uh, more specialised than that. He's very, yeah. very, very cagey about what sausages he's making. Yeah, because I there, hope it's not just some kind of lame gag that he's trying to do. Because if it is, no, we, no, we'll no, sniff would, it out. Would I do that? Would I do that to you guys? No, OK, no. well, listen, what we're going to do, uh, that's fine, we'll let that let that run, yeah. but, but we're going to get need you to prove it uh, you know, like in, in Dragon's Den where they have to go through the finances? Yes. We just need to do d- due diligence on this gag. Could you send us a picture of your Cumberland ring? <laughs> I can, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Pool party for us this weekend, but we've been asking you to look around, uh, tell us what you see and add party on the end of it, see if we can create a new party. Ellen, the latest to do that. What are we creating, Ellen? A bingo party. Wow, bingo party. Why is that? Have you been near bingo? I've been to Bingo today, yes. Uh, Astoria in Hull. Good little name check. Uh, I thought Bingo, every Bingo is a party. It looks like it's always great fun. It is great fun. It's great people. I know it's supposed to be brilliant down there. Uh, How have you done? Have you won Bingo recently? Did you get a full house? Uh, My friend got a full house. He won £100 and shared with me. Oh, that's very nice. What are you going to do with your 50 quid, Helen? Um, I can't tell you on the hour. Oh, the mind's absolutely boggles. <laughs> you filthy people. <laughs> so you won't tell us on air what you're going to do with your 50 quid? No, because it's illegal. I love that. Wow. I love you for getting in touch about that, Brilliant. <laughs> okay. okay. No problem. <laughs> love our listeners. Love our listeners. Bye-bye, Ellen. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bye-bye. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Everyone's got their own little fo- foibles and peculiarities, and that, that's kind of what makes everyone unique. Let me actually press the button I was going to play. There Very we different. go. Very different. But it's it's the, the official soundtrack to, to fun behaviour, right? So, look, I got sent an unusual photo over the weekend. Let me explain what I'm talking about here. Uh, a group of my friends were on a, on a night out. I wasn't going because I'd used up all my night out points. Any other fellas listening will get with that. Uh, and basically, a mate of a mate was doing something very unusual to his poppadoms because they were out having a curry. Yeah. Uh, and basically what he was doing was, and this is what's in the photo, and if you follow us on Twitter, at Absolute Radio, see it for yourself, he was covering the um, the poppadom with little tiny blobs of sauce from the chutney. and You know the, the little sauces you yeah, get yeah, yeah. in an Indian restaurant? Rather than just dipping them in like other people do. 
And I've never seen anyone do that before in my entire life, but sort of amazing things. He, he kind of turned it into like a mini pizza. Incredible. An incredible thing. And it got me thinking, right? What about in this hour of home time tonight, just complete pure cards on the table honesty and answer this question, what is the weirdest thing that you do? Because everyone listening to this right now does weird stuff. And I just want you to, to be brave enough and then in, in the right amount of company and trusting to actually be able to step forth and say it. So, for example, if I want to wake up at a particular time in the morning, I will say the time I want to wake up in my head out loud right. and hit my head on the pillow three times as I say it. So, for example, 7.15, 7.15, 7.15, and I'll wake up at that time in the morning. Oh, come it on. It works. My friend Jeff told me about it, and it works. What? I don't know how it does, but it works. If you say the time you want to get up and hit your head on the pillow, you then wake up at that time. I'll admit, it's quite a weird thing to do. That is really weird. It's really I, weird. I've never, ever heard that from anybody in my life. Seriously, let's try it in Ibiza. Wow. So... Yeah, but how does the time difference play into that? Is it like 7.15... Minus one GMT, 715, minus one GMT. I've never tried it abroad. Okay. This, this could be the perfect thing for us to try one over there. Late for our set. So just full honesty, right? <laughs> what is the weirdest thing you do? Is it weird that I never, ever let the uh, fuel consumption of the car, not consumption, but as in like the range that you've got left uh-huh. in the tank, I never let it drop below 100 miles? Really? Yeah. I kind of like that whole... Hate it. Fuel light's gone I on. I hate it. I hate it. Fuel light go- has gone on. Where's this Wednesday going to take me type vibe? You never know where or when you're going to need to flee in life. So having that 100 miles in there, I think is a good thing to know. Why do I feel that that bit of radio is going to be played in a courtroom within the next two or three years? <laughs> Toby says, Toby says, I stick my finger through the middle of all the poppadoms as soon as they come out. Imagine we all, that. We all hate Toby. I, I just can't stand them even just reading that. Rebecca says, I eat gravy granules whilst making gravy. Not a lot but I liken it to a shot of gravy, she says. <laughs> Craig says, I only allow my time on social media whilst on the toilet. Some might say that's appropriate for it, Craig. It is, it's very endearing. Steve says, when I get a portion of chippy chips, I grab a couple and have some of them with cheese on top and some of them with chocolate on top. It's strangely nice as a one-off. Cheese and chocolate is a great combo. I, I'm fully behind that. But chocolate on chips... I think he's losing the plot. Never tried it. I might do, though. Uh, Magnus says, at home, and he's very clear that only at home, at home, I run up the stairs on all fours like a dog. <laughs> I'm 43. Oh, my God, I love that so much. It's really brilliant. I want to try that at work. Imagine you go past your line manager doing that. Go on, do it. <laughs> uh, Jenny has a super noodle sandwich. Uh, we've got Dan on the line right now. Dan, what's the weirdest thing you do? Well, there's two, really. The first one I was thinking about was uh, salad cream on a roast dinner with gravy. Wow. Um, I'm 34 years old. That's probably a little bit childish. And you do something weirder than that? Something the next thing is weirder? Well, no, it's, yeah, so it ties in with yours, Butch, really. So in, in the morning, if I wake up prior to my alarm, I've got like a sixth sense where I know exactly what time it is without even like, opening my eyes. Okay, so you've woken up, the, the alarm hasn't gone off yet, but you know, even without what, looking at your watch or your phone, what time it is through some kind of yeah, ESP. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. So, like, if it's, you know, it's alarm set for seven in the morning and I've woken up and it, it hasn't gone off yet, I'm, you know, Generally, I'm within about 10, 15 minutes of actual, the actual time, and it kind of wow. makes me feel good to my wife about it, but she thinks it's just made up. Now, do you know what? Do you know what? <laughs> I, I, I wanted to laugh at you earlier with your, your head-banging pillow alarm clock theory. Yeah. But now that a second person has basically intimated the similar ability, 
I'm not ruling it out. It's I, it's it's kind of psychic powers. I mean, I, you know, I know that's like a big thing to say, but I do believe I, I am connected to, I don't know, the other world, the other world out there. <laughs> now I'm just with Dan again. <laughs> uh, Bobby has tweeted us to say, 7am, he eats Weetabix, all bran and a banana. 7.10am, goes to the toilet. He says every morning, seven days a week. It's good to know that uh, Bobby's as regular as clockwork. <laughs> We're knowing our audience are taking it to new levels tonight on the show. Uh, Tom in Maidenhead says he has to line up the volume knob on the car stereo straight up 12 o'clock. Wow. I think I guess he likes things in order. Yeah, but but has to point to 12 o'clock. Could be a very loud radio. Uh, Tom in Enfield says, Bush and Ritchie, since I can remember, I fiddle with the corners of my clothing, be it pockets or jeans, collars on shirts, etc. I know where the best corners are on all of my clothes. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> uh, Anthony from Spennymore says, the weirdest thing I do is eat a kiwi with the skin on like an apple. Oh, that sounds tough. That's weird, isn't it? Uh, Fiona says I can predict if it is going to snow because my hair goes staticky. Now that is amazing. Yeah. Now that is magic. Your own personal barometer. And, and as we head towards this uh, competition for the Leeds Festival, Yorkshire Slang on Twitter say, in a car sometimes I look out the window at a specific leaf on a tree and I wonder to myself if anyone has ever looked at that exact leaf before. <laughs> That's deep, isn't it? Ten weeks of tickets. So thanks to 10 Weeks of Tickets, we've got a chance for you and your best mate or someone in your, in your family, your uncle, for example, to go to the Leeds Festival this August. You'll be seeing the likes of the Killers, Imagine Dragons, Sam Fender, Wet Leg, Foles and many, many more. Uh, Leeds, obviously in Yorkshire, so it is a Yorkshire-related uh, quiz uh, that we are testing you out on tonight. Our two contestants going head-to-head. -head. Uh, let's meet them. Dave, first of all. Hello, Dave. Hi. You right, Dave? Where are you from? I'm actually from Leeds. Whoa! Wow. An actual Leeds person. What's, wow. what's your favourite thing about Leeds, Dave? Um, probably the nightlife. Good lad, he <laughs> likes a night out. <laughs> and he wants to go to the festival, obviously. Uh, he's up against Ryan. Hello, Ryan. All right, pal. Oh, hey. you've got it all going on tonight. Where are you from, Ryan? Sheffield, there. Uh, OK. Is Sheffield better than Leeds, Ryan? Well, like, 100% better. You having that, Dave? Absolutely not. Okay, there you right, go. Right, let's not get into it too <laughs> early. Keep them separate. Let's not have a Yorkie dust up. <laughs> right then, we're going to be asking you some true or false questions about Yorkshire. Three each. Uh, if you, you know, see your score, whoever gets the most uh, will win the tickets at the end of the day. Dave, you're going to be up first. Is that okay? That's fine. Yeah. Here we go, my friends. Three questions about Yorkshire. Question number one. Yorkshire has a Star Wars connection. Some of the Death Star scenes were filmed on an industrial estate in Hebden Bridge. Is that true or false, Dave? False. It is false. Completely made up. Question two. The first day of August is Yorkshire Day, when we all thank the Lord for giving us gifts like Yorkshire puddings and Yorkshire tea. True or false? True. It is true. August the 1st is Yorkshire Day. Two points out of two. Final question number three. Every single night for well over 1,000 years, a horn has been sounded four times at Ripon's Marketplace at 9pm. True or false? True. It is true. Full wow. points. Wow. He means business, does Dave? He does indeed. Ryan, the pressure is on you. Uh, three questions. Well, I've got no to come here, have I? Because I'm more pretty sure I've already got the tiebreaker wrong. So. Well, I mean. Well, don't do yourself down before you get going. People who listen regularly to the show know that should it go to a tiebreaker, the question has been asked off air. We'll have to see. Might not even. Might, you, <laughs> Well, yeah, you might, you might, you might tank, and then it will go to the. I see the problem now. Are you Ryan. offering him the opportunity to just walk away? Which is that what you say? 
no, 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 no. All right, yeah, okay, fair Well, on. you might not have got the tiebreaker wrong. Let's let's just yeah, see, Ryan. On. Okay, here we go. Question number one. Wensleydale cheese is named after a small market town in the Yorkshire Dales. True or false? True. Correct. Uh, although it was French monks who brought the recipe to the town. Oh. Question two. One out of one. Uh, the 1981 Eurovision Song Contest, uh, contest was held in Harrogate. True or false? Oh, that's a tricky one. I think that's false. Well done. Harrogate hosted it in 1982. It's going right to the wire. It's after, two from two. After Bucks Fizz won in 1981. So, third and final question. Get this right. Go to a tie break, which we're all excited about. The Yorkshire pudding was officially first named in 1747. True or false? Uh, does anybody in the entire world actually know that? Well, we're about this to find out. This is a guess, isn't it? Go on, well, repeat the question, please. The Yorkshire pudding was officially first named in 1747. True or false, Ryan? I'm going to go for false on that. It's true. Uh, in a book called The Art of Cookery Made <laughs> Plain and Easy. Sorry, mate, we're going to have to let you go, Ryan. No, no, brilliant. Thank you very much for the question. That's, that's all right, Ryan. It was a pleasure to meet you, and out of interest, you did absolutely stack the tiebreaker, <laughs> he did. so don't worry. <laughs> Pass on our love to Sheffield. <laughs> uh, and that's to say, well done to Dave, mate. You're off to the Leeds Festival. What about that? That's just brilliant. I've never won anything in my life. Well, there you go. Uh, it's the first time for everything, fella. Have an amazing night. We play again tomorrow. I love this. No, we don't. Oh, I don't think we've got any better ones than that. We've peaked too soon. Any other business. Home time at radio.co.uk is where you email us. So many teachers have been getting in touch over the last 48 hours. Do you remember yesterday on the show? I was going to say, they've probably got time today, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you speculated uh, about weather affecting behaviour of kids and teachers just getting back in touch saying, wind, that's the one that makes kids all crazy during lessons. Wasn't expecting that, to be honest with you. I thought it was, uh, like... In an on oncoming storm or wet weather, you know? Well, Eileen is the latest teacher to get in touch, saying, your teacher that you had on yesterday, spot on about the wind. Kids will be as high as a kite. Teachers, though, can get their own back. Definitely science teachers. Oh, yeah. Eileen goes on, she says, what I did once in a lesson about diabetes was to get a colleague to drop by with a beaker of warm, weak, sweet tea. I publicly thanked them for their fresh sample. Teaching the kids about using the glucose dipstick and how it changes colour and then discuss how it was tested prior to dipsticks. I needed to keep a good poker face. I had a good old swig, watched the kids <laughs> run screaming from the room, trying not to spit the tea all over the place. What a legend of a teacher that is. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, Eileen. Pretending to drink wee in front of loads of kids. This is The Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway.